If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer. And as ever, I'm delighted to be back with you. And no real introduction to the episode and an interviewee today because I have my business partner and my son, Mike Bayer, with me. So there really is no need to introduce him. Well, I don't know. You might have some new listeners who don't know who I am yet. But if you haven't heard of me, I am Heather's son, uh, Mike Bayer. I'm also the CEO and co-founder, along with Heather, of Vacation Rental Formula. And the technical support behind the Vacation Rental Success podcast. So it's nice to be back. It's been a while. Yes. And for those of you who don't follow Mike on Facebook or Instagram and his Bayerfoot travels, you may not know that for the last eight months, Mike's been living with his family on a boat in the Caribbean, which I had the huge pleasure of spending time on a few weeks ago and spent 10 days in the Bahamas. It was absolutely fantastic. So what's happening with the boat, Mike? I'm sure people want to know. Right now, we have absolutely no idea. The boat is back in Florida. I say back in Florida. The boat's actually never been out of the Caribbean in its, in its 13 years of life but yes it's um it's back at, it's in florida right now just in storage and we're just kind of trying to figure out what the next chapter is we're, you know do we come home do we go back on the boat and keep traveling it's one of those things we just have to you know keep going with how we feel and, and how the trip is going but so far so good so we'll see what happens it's nice to come home and kind of have some of the luxuries and conveniences of home but we're also looking to see what the next chapter is going to be so we'll just have to wait and see on that one Well, I know I've really enjoyed having Mike here for the past week. We've been able to work together on a whole range of things. I mean, we tried to do it when when we were in the Bahamas together. But, you know, things like snorkeling got in the way, swimming with pigs, playing with my grandchildren, you know, just stuff got in the way. But we've been able to sit and have some real focused time. One of the things that we have been doing in this past week, and it's been quite frenetic, is that my property management company engaged Mike's company where he works. With, with Jason Beaton. You know Jason. He's uh, been on the podcast a number of times. And we have hired Mike and Jason to do some digital marketing for us. And in fact, quite a hefty digital marketing campaign. I've been blown away by what's happened in the first week. And I, the, the, the goal is, is to book some of the, well, quite a lot of the available weeks that we have through the summer. In the past, it's always been a high demand period at this time and very low supply. But for a number of reasons, it, we think maybe it's the weather, which possibly that we're reaching a point of saturation here in our, uh, in our particular location. And we're not at the level of occupancy that we would like to be at at this time of year. So we needed some help and we did look around, but looked really not much further than Mike and Jason because both of them have been immersed in the vacation rental business for so many years now. They know our business, they understand it and they are doing a fantastic job. Just, just give us a, just 
very brief, Mike, summary of what you've done so far that's, that's made such a difference that I wish we'd done years ago. Well, I think what we've, what we've seen from working with your company as well as uh, some of the companies that we, we had a consultation with before we got started is a lot of people have assets that you don't realize that you have, whether it be email lists, whether it be things that you may have created to you know, entice people to join your email list. Um, a lot of these assets just aren't being utilized to, their, to them, their best potential. And then actually moving into the realm of paid traffic. A lot of people feel paid traffic, all they think about is, oh, I'm going to be throwing money out there into, into social media and trying to bring in people who've never heard of me. And, and, and really, that, that's, the, that's the last resort. The first thing you want to be doing is actually utilizing paid traffic to bring back the people who have already been to your website, who have been retargeted. And we can use Facebook ads and Google ads to, to turn those people around after they've left and you know keep putting your brand in, in front of them. Um, and I think that we've already seen the success of that. Also looking at some of the basic systems, booking systems is, is one of our big things, uh, and actually looking at the analytics and seeing where seeing the customer journey through a business is, is fascinating to see, you know, where are the biggest drop-offs? And with your company, we really saw that one of the biggest spots was on the booking page. As we all do, we take a lot of information from our guests in terms of names, addresses, the list of all the people staying, you know, read the contract, sign this, sign that. But with Heather's company, it was all in on the actual booking page. Um, so what we're trying to do now is, is, is get away from that and actually build out a much simpler booking process where when somebody decides to push that button that says book now, it goes to a page where they put their name, their email address, and they pay. That is it. Because that will remove the barriers. Um, and your guests have very, very busy lives. They've already done a ton of research to find the perfect property. So don't make it difficult for them to book. Get them to pay. And then once they've paid, then you can follow up either on the next step, on the, ne- you know, on the thank you page for paying, or you send them the booking form once they've booked. But the main thing is, is to get their money. Because that, that's their commitment. That's the commitment to you. And then after that, you utilize your automated systems to follow up. Um, and that's what we're doing now. And we're seeing some really, really, really good success with that. Yeah, I've been pretty amazed. So we'll keep you posted on how that's going because this is not a short-term project. This is going to go on for the next eight weeks uh, right over the summer. And what we expect to have at the end of this campaign is is a really good grasp as a company of what we should have been doing way, way back in the past. But, uh, you know, we're going to use it to make sure that we go forward with a very positive approach to our digital marketing. So today, what Mike and I want to talk about is the hospitality, you know, vacation rental hospitality and the hospitality mindset. But we're going to be looking at it from a slightly different perspective, Mike. Do you want to um, just talk us through how we're going to approach this? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about the guest experience and having the hospitality mindset towards your guests. Now, we are in a very, very challenging industry that's growing dramatically and is being steered by, you know, multinational, multi-billion dollar companies. And we're starting to lose a little bit of our identity as individual vacation rental owners and property managers. And, you know, we're all feeling that, but we're all working on it. We're all working to on the book direct movement and to bring people back directly to our businesses. And where that really plays is, you know, your guest hospitality. But what it also means is that we also have to be hospitable to each other. And over the last week or so, um, I'm, I'm an admin on, on several Facebook um, forum groups, and I'm seeing a very disturbing trend, which I, I feel is, is a real spin-off from the social media culture that we're starting to develop, where people are just not being kind 
find anymore. And I think it's so important, especially as you know, vacation rental professionals, not just outwardly facing professional, but also professional towards each other. Because we're, as I said, we're in an industry that's changing so quickly. We're all trying to carve our own business. We're all trying to stand out from the crowd, but we also need to be helping and supporting each other. So that's really what we're going to talk about today is is not just the the hospitality towards your guests, but also being hospitable to other vacation rental professionals. Yeah, it's, you know, Mike, it sort of seems like it's come full circle because when I started in the business 15 years ago, which is when we started our property management company, although I've been in it for a number of years before that. But when I first came over to Canada and we started out with a property management company, nobody talked to each other. And I know I've mentioned this before, you know, we were all sitting there in our own little vacuums doing our business and we did not want to share anything with anybody else because we thought they were going to come along and steal our business. And I heard from other managers that you know they had secrets that they didn't want to share well of course no one's got secrets you know you might have different techniques and ways of doing things but in general we're all after the same thing we're we're as as property managers we're after more owners we want uh, owner acquisition is big and of course getting our places occupied is the other major goal so i've seen over the past 15 years that we got into more networking and it was wonderful and we were able to talk to each other and help each other and it was it was a lovely, lovely environment. And I certainly find that the Vacation Rental Success Summits that we've had, one of the huge takeaways from that is how absolutely amazing it is to get all these people, like-minded people together in, in an environment where everybody's sharing what they do. They're sharing their best practices. They're sharing their innovation. And it's free sharing and everybody's kind to each other. But now we seem to be moving back And it's mostly online, for sure, except I did experience it myself recently at a live event where judgment is coming in and people are not being as kind as they used to be. And this is one of the reasons we wanted to explore this and and start thinking about how we can go back to being kind to each other. So just to give you the example I had, I was at an event recently where I said something about, I was on stage in a panel and I said something about the way that we manage our properties in our property management company. And for those who've listened to me for a long time, you'll know that we are particularly unique in that our properties are so widely dispersed across the province that we are not able to supply our own cleaning and maintenance teams. So what we do is when we accept a new owner into our management program, we talk to them about how they are going to do the cleaning, the maintenance, the changeovers, etc. And we have a very strong and clear set of standards that they've got to reach. So we'll work with these owners to find local caretakers, local maintenance people, and we will, in in a lot of instances, we liaise directly with those caretakers. And in some instances, the owners actually do their own changeovers. However, once again, they work to the same standards that we supply. But I did mention from the stage, and I said, you know, and I've said this before, it's like herding 180 cats. Because, and what I meant by that was that each one of these owners has perhaps a different method of dealing with their staff, with their caretakers, with their maintenance people. And to actually get everybody to comply with our standards, you know, can be challenging. What we cannot do is we we just don't have the luxury of, of having a supervisor go in after every changeover and check 
that that property has been turned over to our required standard. We just don't have that luxury. I've got properties that are seven hours one way from my office and, and another one, others that are five hours in another direction. And we are remote. It's a, we're a remote property management company, but we run a very, very tight ship. And we do know what's happening in these homes on changeover. And I got judged for that, that this was not a, and I'm air quoting here, a proper, a proper property management company, and that perhaps I should not be in this business because I'm not running it like the type of company that you'll find down in Gulf Shores, let's, let's say, where all the properties are down on the Gulf Shores Orange Beach Strip. And the property management companies have their flash little vans with their logos on the side. And they employ a gazillion cleaners and supervisors and everything is run with military precision. And I was judged, I believe, by some of these property managers who who have this luxury. And we don't. And many property managers in are in the same situation as I am. And I found that I was I found it really upsetting that the people who were judging had really no experience of how we run our company and how professionally we run our company, how well loved we are in our location by our guests because of the way we run our company. And I'm getting off my soapbox now, Mike, because it, it sort of works me up when I think about it. But I felt I was I was unfairly judged by somebody who had no knowledge of how my company works. Yeah, and we seem to be, it seems to be so easy. We're in a culture right now completely outside of, I don't know, maybe maybe politics has driven it, but we seem to be so so steadfast now on our own opinions. And I, and I say this generally. I think I even find myself, I tend to be a little bit more rigid on, on my own personal opinion rather than being open to how somebody else's, is, you know, somebody else's opinion on a particular topic. And, and I think we need to go back. We need to rewind ourselves 10 to 15 years. And all of us get off our soapbox. It does no good. It does you no good. Um, if you're getting out there into these Facebook groups to just badmouth people. And that includes your guests. There is absolutely no place in these Facebook groups for you to go in there and just slam a guest because of what they did. And I see it every single day, a photograph of a, of a stain on a sheet. So how dare my guest leave this stain and not tell me? This kind of stuff is also a vitriolic. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I'd, I'd use that word. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. For and sure. I, and, and that's what I'm finding is, is that everybody seems to be quite aggressive on their stance on things. I get it. If a guest has treated your property badly, um, you know, you feel slighted. You feel like, you know, they've done it on purpose. But they haven't. They really haven't. And I think we all just need to take a little bit of a step back, um, and especially when voicing your opinion in these public forums, is to be a little bit more passive. If you have had a problem, it's like, has anybody else had this problem? Can anybody help me with a solution? And it's just some of the comments, and, and, and we talk about, Heather and I before this, we're talking about mob mentality, is that you get very one-sided, two-sided, I should say, conversations where people are on one side and people are on the other. There was one, uh, I'm not going to name any any particular post or any, any group, but there, there was a a post just last week somebody had posted a picture of a sign that they have at their property that gave a very very strong indication of the opinion of the owner and it was a road sign uh, coming into the property and some people were very very in favor of it and some people were not 
and and, and th- this this conflict developed where people were actually being incredibly rude to each other. And the thing is, we need to remember we're professionals. If you want to call yourself a vacation rental professional, don't just be professional to your guests, but be professional to each other. And we're seeing some, you know, some very genuine questions from people on these forums that, you know, these are people who meekly, can somebody help me? I'm, I'm reaching out to my peers for a solution to this problem. People, I've seen questions about people asking um, guests to strip their beds. Yeah, I, th- I think that, that that was a one that I saw where the actual text in there about asking guests to strip the beds was a byproduct of the question. Mm-hmm. I, and I can't remember what the actual question was, but in in the text, it simply says, so we ask our guests to strip the beds before they leave. And then she went on to talk about something else. And the onslaught of people saying how awful it was that, that she was making her guests do that. And basically, you know, you're an awful person, was the message coming out from these responses. And I am, I think, I don't know, might might disagree. So I'll say 95% a really kind person. No, I agree with that. You know, I might... Probably more like 98, actually. <laughs> you know, kindness is my byword. I, I don't like to say... I, I don't say bad things about people. We're about to come up to 300 episodes of a podcast you've done for free for five years. <laughs> you know, you, you've been kind to the industry to kind of, you know, share your knowledge for, for years and never ask for anything in return. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, will, we will come back towards the end here and talk about this, uh, this three, what, what we're doing at 300. But anyway, thanks, Mike. And But to me... It, there was no point, there was no necessity for anybody to go in there and make that comment because it wasn't even the question that was being asked. Another recent one I saw, and it was it was a really interesting one, um, and this was a, a hosted home, so the owner was a shared home. The owner actually expected her guests to go out during the day. Yes, I, I think it was worded more along the lines of, um, you know, th- th- it was a... Um, steeply discounted mm-hmm. uh, rental with the understanding that the guests were not to be in the property all day long. Yeah, and I get that. With some with some of these shared homes, then the owner is looking for their, their own space during the day. It's like a bed and breakfast. If you go to a bed and breakfast, that's what it is. Bed and breakfast, and then you're out. You don't expect people to hang around during the day. And her question was, I think, you know, a very legitimate one. She says she asks her guests to respect the fact that she wants the privacy during the day. And this particular guest didn't. And he was laying in bed until 2.30 in the afternoon. So she was on tenterhooks as to whether she should do the vacuuming to go about her daily tasks. And once again, I mean, you saw this, Mike. It was There was just an onslaught with that one. Yeah, and, and what was interesting is, is this, this was actually one of the groups that I manage. And uh, the tirade of comments from one person caused that person to be blocked and ejected from the group because it was just, it was awful. To treat somebody like that in our industry who is simply asking a question. And from what I understood from the comments, the, the original person who posted the question had already left another group because it, she'd had that same response in another group. And and it's just, this is unforgivable, people. I mean, we are here to help each other and build an incredible industry. And and again, to try and stand out from the online travel agencies. And if we can't help each other to succeed, then we're all going to lose. I mean, another couple of of, of examples. I I read a post recently, uh, an owner had restricted check-in time. So she wanted her guests to check in between the hours of 4pm and 10pm at night. And and a guest wanted to check in after midnight and she said no. And she, she, she got a negative review from him 
And she was asking the question about, you know, what could she do to avoid such a negative review in the future? And and the responses were, you let people check in at all hours of day and night, and then they won't give you a negative review, which it really is not constructive. Her point was she wanted to limit her check-in times. So why go back and say, well, don't do that, do something else? Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, we we have a ton of examples of this. So I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you're a vacation rental professional owner. You you listen to this podcast because you want to learn and you want to, to you operate your business more professionally and you know make more profit, have more happier guests. But you can achieve this by being supportive of other vacation rental owners and property managers. So we've always encouraged all of our listeners and all of our members in the Formula Club, anybody who reads the blog at Vacation Rental Formula, we've encouraged all of you to get out there and and you know join these support communities. And, and I I won't go back on that because I still think it's important. But you need to make sure sure you're involved in the communities where people are actually being supportive. Um, so we have a couple of suggestions on, on how, basically, how you can be a coach, not a troll. Um, because that's what we're getting at here is, 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 the, is to try and, and sometimes you can accidentally be a troll, and you may not even realize it. What is a troll? Well, a troll is somebody who purposely goes out and will make comments to solicit um, a, an emotional response. So mm-hmm. es- essentially, you know, somebody who goes in and, and specifically says something that's quite inflammatory just to get a response. But then not only will they get the response, but then they'll also keep digging in with a few extra comments. And what they're trying to do is they, they just get entertainment from seeing clearly seeing somebody getting upset or agitated mm-hmm. due to the opinion that, you, that, that the troll has given, whether or not that troll actually believes it or not. And more often than not, a troll doesn't actually believe it. They're just they just get a kick out of seeing somebody get upset. And this, sadly, is needs to be... Well, not sadly, this needs to be eradicated from, from our industry and our support forums. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I would start by mentioning that we all do our business in different ways. There is no standardization in this business. And I know that has sometimes been put forward as a negative about our industry, that we are continuing to be fragmented. And I I just think that is one of the benefits of our industry. It's what makes it vacation rentals, short-term rentals, whatever you want to call them, really attractive to people because they are so very different. But what we still have in many, many locations is is different ways of managing our businesses. Just like I said, we, with our business, that we have um, remote housekeeping teams. In many places, guests are still asked to bring their own linens. They might be asked to leave a property as found. That is often a local expectation. And as far as I'm concerned, that is fine, providing you set the expectations for the guests. Yeah, absolutely, and and that and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, the day is if if you if you're concerned that you're doing something out of the norm compared to other other people's comments um, or other people. Sorry, and when I say other people, I mean other owners' comments or suggestions. Is you know the biggest thing comes down to communication is ensuring that your guests are very very well aware of the issue that you're concerned about. You know, discuss it with your guests before they arrive. If you're an individual property owner, this is easy because you know. You, at maximum, you're going to have 52 if you're renting weekly, but around 50 bookings a year. So to, for you to develop a relationship with each guest is very, very easy to actually ask the question that you don't provide linens. Um, you need to bring your own linens. We would like to be able to, but we can't because we don't have the facilities to do it. Is this going to be a problem for your, for your booking? 
if the guest is aware, then they'll bring their own linens and it won't become an issue. What all our concerns come down to at the end of the day is, is you know, our reviews and how our property is going to be rated in the eyes of our guests. So quite often we go onto these support forums with these questions of, do you think that my guest will have a problem with this? And again, when you're posing a question on these support forums, you have to remember that everybody is is completely different. As Heather said, we all have rentals in different markets, different locations, different expectations, and different amenities that are available. So I think it's always, it's kind of difficult because I would never ever want anybody to feel like, oh, I don't want to post a question because I'm not sure of the response. So no matter what, always post your question. And if you have good admins in your support groups, then they should be, you know, and if you have a bad comment, then report it. That's how I became aware of of some of the the misgivings going on in one of the the groups I was managing is, is the person who felt they were being attacked actually reported it and, and that flagged it to me and I was able to get in there immediately assess the conversation and, and deal with it accordingly but never feel like you can't reach out in these groups and, and I'm seeing this more and more and I've had email comments from people is that they don't want to ask this question in public because they're worried about the response yeah and something else that I've seen I mean, I'm not that um, consistent in going into forums I do check them out occasionally uh, there's some sometimes there's some really really great discussions in there that uh, that I have been able to use as topics for um, for a podcast. Uh, I've just printed out a whole thread, in fact, from one of the forums about payment processing. How exciting is that? And actually, that was one where I, I think there was there were 128 responses, and there was not a single negative one. So maybe you know finance does probably doesn't fire people up as much as a stain on a sheet, I guess. What I would say is that if you are joining a forum, don't leap in with your very first post and make that about you, about answering somebody and saying, well, you're doing it wrong. This is what I do and therefore it's right. You need to spend time to build trust with the people who are on there by developing relationships with them. And I know there's some fantastic relationships that come out of of these forums uh, and I noticed it when we were at the uh, Vacation Rental Women's Summit and there were a group of amazing women there who had met on one of the forums and they had got together in New Orleans and in fact I think three of them were sharing sharing an apartment together and that would I think it was Annie Switzer, Gabriella Doyle, and maybe Jody Jody Tidwellborn. I think that was the three. But these guys had not met each other before, and and I know there were others. I, I'm probably got that wrong, Annie. I'm sure you're going to correct me. But I think what I'm trying to get across is that you can develop amazing relationships that you can carry on in person and uh, and really um, build trust that way. Yeah, and, and I think listening, listening um, is, is more important than giving your opinion. And you listen, you can be an active listener by asking open-ended questions that actually allow the person who's, who's initially posed their, you're responding to somebody who's posed a question on the forum, go in there with an open-ended question to draw out a little bit more information to open the conversation up to just the, you know, the specifics of that question. Uh, you want to kind of get a little bit more of, of, a, of, a, of a rounded opinion, not opinion, uh, a rounded perspective. Perspective. There you go. Of what the person is asking, um, and quite often, and I see this as well. You can tell when somebody is posing a question or or, or even making a statement when they're emotionally charged. Um, and we've talked about this before in the vacation rental business: is that you will have guests that will get under your skin. 
it will happen every single year. You need to take a deep breath and just think about you know, think about this professionally rather than getting emotionally charged. And what tends to happen is people, you know, they've had an awful thing happen at the property, according to them, and they have then brought on a statement or a question onto to a, to a forum. And what they're looking for is they're looking for emotionally charged responses back where other people who are kind of raising their banner and yes, I march with you and, and that kind of thing. It, it, shouldn't be about that it should be this thing has happened can anybody help me with a suggestion on how I, I can do this better or how i can change the situation and the thing is if you are posting something on these forums that you're not looking for a question or a statement you're just looking for somebody to give you a high five because you were you know you punished a guest for some reason just don't do it yeah ab- absolutely that is something i find a little bit disturbing um guest bashing in any way shape or form because once again you don't know the people they may have offended you in some way and often these these are very very small ways in which these uh, that that guests are causing offense so as mike says step back really really think about it in the great scheme of things how offended are you really and are you just using this uh, are you just using the post on a forum as a, as as a way to vent and i'm sure some of you are out there nodding and saying exactly that these forums are for venting and and to a degree i would go along with that i think it's good to have that i i did vent recently after i came back from oregon and i vented about the cupboard i found the nine fry pans in it was a little bit more of a of, of a jokey thing but but at the same time i think that sometimes you can use that rather than just a vent it becomes you know an educational tool for other owners it's like oh hey guys i just found this at this property it was awful i just wanted to share this to make sure nobody else is doing the same thing yeah that, i mean that, that that's true and that's why you'll always hear me talk about the tea kettle and and andy medic thank you so much for your constant and consistent work on ensuring that Every one of your owners has a tea kettle in their property. Uh, I, I don't know if you've if you've come across um, Andy's post, Mike from C- Andy from Sea Change Vacation Rentals. Yes, I did. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was amazing. He sent me a, a photograph of a tea kettle in a property and a couple of light switches that have been labelled. And apparently, I was the source. Of, of that activity yeah so it's it's really good to be able to learn from other people and the thing is is you know you can listen and find you know our podcast is is you know we're not the be all and end all not everybody's going to listen to this and go oh yes heather and mike are right we're going to follow that and never complain ever again um but what you can do is if you are going to take our advice is you know when you do see people venting maybe try and help them through it and help them through it rather than jumping on the bandwagon and giving them a high five. Be really constructive on, don't, don't put them down because that's just going to make them more mad because don't forget they're already emotionally charged. But be helpful. You can go on as a comment. If, you, if, you've, if you're one of these people who likes to be a coach and likes to be a team player and likes to support other professionals in your forums, go in there and say, oh, hey, Jim, I can see you're upset by this. Is there anything I can do to, to, to help you work through this? You I know? love that. I love that. And it's, it's all about using positivity as a base. Mm-hmm. And if if you're making a response to somebody on a on a forum, then look back at your your text and take out anything that is negative. Mm-hmm. And because you can usually turn any piece of text around 
that's negative and make it positive. It just, it just You just have to spin it a little bit differently. And if you do that, if everybody did that, wouldn't the world be a better place? Well, certainly on a vacation rental forums would be a better place. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm sort of Pollyanna-ish on this. You know, I, I, I'm a very positive person. I don't like negativity in any form. I actually believe, fully believe, that the more you think about negative things, then the more negative things will come to you. And it, it's worked for me because the more I think about positivity, more positive things come to me. And and that, that just works. It was interesting, actually. I'm just having a, a bit of a, a hypocritical moment here. I, I just remembered about a week ago, I saw a comment from somebody about an opinion that they had in regards to, um, I don't want to go into too much detail, I don't want to give it away. Um, but they, they, were, they were basically giving advice on a, on a, um, to somebody who was going traveling and said that you don't need to go traveling you can just go to a zoo to see everything you want to see uh, and I was so incensed by that comment and I went in and I typed this it was a very attacking comment and I posted it and then I reread it after I posted it and went god I'm an asshole like why does why does this person need to hear this comment from me and I instantly deleted it and so I, I, I empathize with all of you who, who struggle when they see something that just incenses, incenses you. And you, you want to share your opinion. It's like, I feel I can make this better. Most of the time you can't. You know, that person has that opinion. But you can be constructive when it comes to this, our business. You know, our business, our industry. And I say our industry because it's yours just as much as it is mine. Um, you know, we're trying to, to, to carve out um, our place in this business against these massive, massive companies. And we're trying to give our guests the best possible experience. And that best possible experience become, comes from the best possible hosts with the best possible hospitality mindset. But that starts behind the scenes. Um, I think that's really important. So, I mean, the biggest thing is is just don't judge people. Um, you know, I did that with that comment I just just mentioned. As I judged this person on his attitude or or his his, and it's like that's just wrong. We do need to be a little bit more hippy dippy and a little bit more huggy, and just you know just get along, just be kind. I think, uh, how many times have I said be kind now? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I I, I love that. Um, kindness, kindness is my, my word of the decade. I think. Um, ju- just to give you some a little bit of practical help, if you're thinking about responding to somebody that's on a forum, become a coach. You know, you're out there. You've you've got hu- huge amounts of experience. Doesn't mean to say you're right. It doesn't mean to say that what you do in your particular business is going to suit somebody else in theirs. So when you're making your responses, use I've got um, five different question types for you, five different what I call response questions. And the first one is, you know, if somebody says something that you, you don't agree with, you, do, you think you do it much better, instead of saying you should do this, you can go back and say, have you considered? And then whatever it is that you do, put that in the blank. Have you considered leaving 20 rolls of toilet paper instead of two because it's possible that they may not steal the extra or use the extra? I use that one because I've seen argument break out over the amount of toilet rolls that owners leave and what's expected by guests. So just use that. Have you considered? Have you considered doing this? Another one could be, although this is bringing in the me a little and I perhaps tend not to use this, but it is there. What has worked for me is, you know, what's worked for me with my guests is this. That's not telling them that it's going to work for for them and their guests, but you're just sharing what's worked for you. Another one is, could you try this? Could you try? Or how would it be if you did this? And then what difference do you think it would make 
if you. So what difference do you think it would make if you didn't ask your guests to strip all the beds? And in fact, that's a really interesting one, Mike, because we've always, you know, a lot of our owners ask their guests to strip the beds before they leave because it just takes that extra extra element of work away from the from the housekeeping team. And And I've done a real 360 on that because somebody said, really great suggestion on a forum was she asks her guests not to strip the beds because she wants to see the sheets on the beds before she strips them off so that if there's any stains on them, she's then able to treat them. Because once you've got sheets in this massive great bundle in a laundry room, are you really going to stand there and straighten everything out and have a look at it? So I did see a response for where somebody said, what's worked for me is leaving the sheets on the bed because of this. But I also saw a spot response that said, oh, how dare you ask your guests to do this stuff? So those are some different types of ways of responding to questions, putting across your point of view, but putting it in a kind and helpful way. And that's all about sharing knowledge, sharing your knowledge without being condescending. I think that's that's just about it. I think that wraps it up. I mean, we could go on this subject subject for a long time because I think it's really, really important to do this together. We're a team. We're all individuals. We're all, all individual owners, individual property managers. But we're now utilizing technology to connect and network with each other. Now, as Heather said at the top of this podcast, 15, 20 years ago, you didn't want to connect with your, your, your neighboring rental owner because you wanted you were competing. And essentially, we are all competing. We're all competing for guests. But we're in an industry that is changing so rapidly, like week by week, there are huge changes in our industry in terms of how the big online travel agencies shifting and, you know, the things that they're doing and, and how they're marketing and, and how, they're, how they're doing their marketing. And I think it's re- really important for us to share our knowledge, to share our successes and share our failures in the most constructive way that we possibly can, because that is going to allow us all to learn from each other. I don't really want it to beat the dead horse, but as if, if you've seen the image for this podcast, it simply says, be kind or be quiet. Yeah, that's my my grandmother used to say, and I, I mean, my grandmother said a, a lot of things, a lot of sayings that have lasted with me. But one of them, and I'm sure you've all heard it, you know, if you can't say something nice, then don't say anything at all. And so those are words that, that I've lived my life by. And hopefully this has helped you in thinking about how you become a coach to newer owners on these forums so pretty much um, if you are looking for a great group to join if you're not yet a member of a facebook group i may maybe even putting it off and maybe this podcast has, has made you feel like you don't want to join one i'm actually an admin of the new to short-term rentals and airbnb hosts group so if you look for that on facebook new to short-term rentals and airbnb hosts we're going to be taking really really good care of you and we want to make sure that we're you know we're building that group with like-minded positive and helpful people with the hospitality mindset and as well as that if you are not yet a formula club member with with the vacation rental formula you can also do that too all of these resources you can check out in the show notes for this episode everything we've talked about types of questions that you can or types of response questions that you can give on the facebook groups if you need a little bit more insight into that you can find in the show notes so i'd like to wrap up by just talking a little bit about our 300th episode which is coming up at the end of august And what we're doing, not just for that episode, but for 
everything that comes beyond it because we are we're not relaunching the podcast because that means we would start at number one and we're not we will be starting at episode 300 and then going on to 301 and onwards and upwards now now that we're way way past half a million downloads we're aiming for our million in the oh much mike's showing me he was showing me six fingers six months six months I'd like oh to wow hear. so yeah well you know get some friends listening because because uh, that that is a mighty goal but what we want to do is to bring the podcast up to date make it more relevant and one of the things one of the ways we're going to do that is we want to ask you our listeners what it is that you want and I know I've asked this a couple of times and, and I've had some really great suggestions from people and if you haven't heard back from me it's because I am just collating all these responses and and we'll be creating the new Vacation Rental Success out of a, a collection of all the responses. But we are going to be issuing a survey in the next week. Yeah, well, if you go to the show notes, there'll be a link to the survey. Or you can simply go to vacationrentalformula.com forward slash VRS survey. That's great. And we'll, and we'll be asking questions like, you know, what, what sort of topics do you want to, uh, to hear about? Is operations important to you or is technology or marketing? And then, uh, you know, asking you some, some other questions that will help us send the podcast in the right direction for the next 300 episodes. And we really appreciate you and your time for, for listening to this podcast every week, um, spending uh, 45 minutes to an hour with Heather and all her many, many guests. We've been doing this for five years now for, for free, and it really helps us when you comment give us feedback and when we ask for these surveys we really appreciate it if you can spend that two minutes just to click on the link again it's vacationrentalformula.com forward slash vrs survey and it helps us out so much to make sure the content we're providing and the people we're getting on to interview actually meet your needs so we're doing the survey for you to help us craft something that's going to really resonate with you um, and provide you with the content that you need i think that's about it Perfect. Oh, I think we're done. Well, thanks for having me back again. I, I love being here. I, I should should be doing this more often. Uh, Jason and I have been in the early stages of talking about our own podcasts, and I don't know. Maybe we'll just have to stay tuned on that one. Well, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about you. <laughs> a competing podcast here, or is it a side by side? It's a complimentary. It's a complimentary podcast, and more than likely, it will be a it, no. Not more likely, it will be a vacation rental marketing focused podcast. So it will be focused purely on. You know how to become more um, more successful at being booked direct. How to get the, your own guests, utilizing your own marketing strategies and leveraging the OTAs, but beginning to move away and save you money and feed that back into your own marketing that you have control over. And, and from our perspective, as as a client of Mike and Jason's, um, these guys do know what they're talking about. So yeah, it's been great having having Mike here. My fridge is now empty. You know, he's 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 actually living like as he says, like a hobbit in my basement at the moment. So for all of you who say you know your kids always come home to roost, this one has come. But so I think it's only for a short time. I hope so. <laughs> Mike, thanks so much. It's been an absolute pleasure having you share your hour, come out of the basement and uh, sit with me and talk about what I think has been a, a, a really useful topic. Yeah, and thanks so much for having me and just everybody for listening. Thank you for spending this time with us um, and really, really hope to see you on the Facebook groups. Just give us a shout out. We love the fact that if you've listened all the way through to the end of the Vacation Rental Success podcast on this episode, please share it. I think it's very important to get this out there uh, into Facebook, into the LinkedIn groups and just you know try and get everybody on the same page. 
And hey, since it took me five years to get to 500,000 downloads and now he wants to do the next 500 at 500,000 in six months, please share. Thanks everybody for, for joining us today. It's as ever a massive pleasure to be with you. And of course, I will be with you again next week. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.